welcome to Astrology Today, uh, airing from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in the Cathet, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoman Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer, and joining me is astrologer Jill Kirby, who hails from Victoria, and Jenna, who hails from North Vancouver, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and Jill, you are there. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So we are going to look at the month of July. This will be airing on the radio on the second. So you will have missed the fireworks of the first day, but yeah, you'll probably be able to comment backwards on it. Uh, but if you want to follow along, I would go to my website, www.cardinalastrology.ca. And the very first graphic that is up is actually sort of the list of the main aspects that will happen uh, this month. And also, this is episode 140. So, um, I'm hoping to just use the solar fire um, animate feature and take us, you know, just so we can, all three of us can just watch how it's unfolding. Um, but kind of the main guy, and these guys have had a chance to look at this list and have been looking at this list, is Mars. Mars is, so when we first had our Saturn Uranus, um, Mars either was doing the opposition or the square. And he did that for 2020 and 2021. But this year, he's already done the conjunction to Saturn and he's coming up to his favorite, the conjunction to Uranus. Although it does not happen this month. It's, but it's the lead up. Yeah. It yeah. gets close enough this month. To, 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 oh, yeah, to get it moving, to get it moving. Okay, so let me just pull up the clock. And uh, okay, so we'll start here and we'll hit animate. Yeah, so we're just going to talk about what individuals might be able to do with the energies that are available this month. And we do start with this almost exact, well, this is set for eight o'clock. So the very first day, Pluto and Mars are walking into each other. And if you have late degree cardinal signs, you might be a bit feisty, I would think. Hey, eh? what do you guys think? Could be. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> You might want to rip somebody's face off. And, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah the combination of Mars and Pluto can be rage. Yes, it can be. I, and for me, you know, that Mars is right on my ascendant. So, um, yeah, that's on my sun. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll avoid each other. And on your descendant, exactly. On my descendant and, and Pluto's on my Mercury. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So there's an example. The three of us will maybe, you know, hide away in a quiet place. <laughs> uh, difficult energy, definitely. Um, yeah. So, but if you need a big stick, if you need to actually step up to the plate and challenge power, then, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's lots of reason for people doing that these exactly, days. Exactly, exactly. Um, so not a bad, I mean, it's not a bad aspect. It's no. very intense. Yeah. 
And with Mars in its own sign, it's very yeah fiery. Yeah, and so, so very direct, and um, you know you can cut through to you know what's underneath everything because yeah. of the Pluto piece, and that can be a very helpful thing, right? Yes, yeah. so I'm yeah. not upset about it, but yeah, yeah, on a personal level. <laughs> yeah, you want to avoid people who might fly off the handle without a good reason. Well, uh, yeah, and also, I mean, you've got Uranus and the North Node together, too. Mm -hmm. So that Uranian energy is really yeah. intense as well. You know? Exactly. Yes. So those two are riding together, I think, pretty much all month. Yeah. 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 And, and they're going, you know, I mean, they're going to be... When Uranus squares Saturn again, which it will... In the fall. In the fall, yep. It's going to be at 18 degrees of... Yes. Or 17, actually, of, of Taurus. Um, 17 or 18, yeah. I'm. Anyway, it's in that range, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Not, so this is... Not to the minute, but to the degree. Yeah. yeah. Over 17 and 18, I think, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so our next day is Mercury, and it's Mercury trine Saturn. Um, and if this was the only thing that Mercury was doing, one could see that, uh, and at this time of day, Mercury has already gone past it, but, um, you know, that's excellent energy to get one's thoughts in order, to create a plan, to write up a contract, uh, to submit uh, a proposal, any of those kinds of things, as long as you don't over embellish, because also that day, yeah. uh, Mercury is squaring Neptune. And so leave out the embellishment, unless you're talking to your guru, maybe. Well, and when you say it's past the aspect to Saturn, I mean, it's oh, still it's, with Mercury. Yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah. it does not pass, you know, as soon yeah. as it's finished leaving the minute and degree of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it is still trining Saturn while it's wearing Neptune. Yeah. And, and then it's in conjunct Pluto as well. So that's true. It's approaching that. Yep. It's a, it's a busy Mercury. It is a very, and of course he's in his own sign. Yeah. And so, you know, connecting the dots is at maximum speed. Yeah. Well, he's in his own sign and so is Neptune. So. And so is Saturn. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you were proposing a fantasy novel to a publisher, this would be the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Square is a little harder to handle than the. True. True. Especially with Neptune because it's slippery. Yes. It could be a little over the top. That's true. Okay. So nothing really specific, but on the fourth, we have uh, Mercury now is moving very fast. And by the end of the day on July the 4th, now this is an actually bizarre moment that we will come back to and discuss quite a bit when we come to the US chart, because this is their birthday and uh, Mars will ingress into Taurus. Mercury will ingress into Cancer. 
Um, and then, of course, those two are tied together momentarily. And obviously, you can see it here before they actually change signs. Well, that they're sextiling each other. They're sextiling in their own signs right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But by the end of the day, they wow. will have changed signs. Yep. So I'm imagining that sort of the beginning few days of July will feel like the speed is still happening. And oh, yeah. then there's going to be this sudden kind of slowdown because Mars and Taurus and Mercury and Cancer, this, this is not, neither one of those are speedy energy. So I suspect we will notice a shift in the, the, the feel of life, the speed of well, life. Cancer is at least a cardinal sign. That's true. But it's more inner. It's more reflective. It's more... Well, it is, but... Yeah, it's got to wade through the feeling as side as of things. As opposed to Taurus, which is fixed earth, it's about as slow as you can get. Yes, exactly. Mars and Taurus is like, huh? I just hit play and it's yeah. deep and it's... I can yeah. barely move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The would you say with... Yes. Sorry, would you, would you say with the 29 degrees in Aries, like there's going to be, there's going to breach like a peak energy? Well, okay. So like the last the time, the, the last time, yes, there is that. So um, I will take you both back to January the 6th of 2020. So remember, this is the American's birthday this year. Yeah. But on January the 6th of 2020, Mars left Aries and moved into Taurus when the Capitol riots were happening or the storming of the Capitol in Washington. Um, the other thing with, yes. this, with what we have here at the 29 degrees, because Mercury is styling it and, and Mars is still squaring Pluto, you know, that's still yep. keeping that fire really hot till it gets out of there. Right? Yep. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if from the Americans point of view, this is quite the um, birthday chart. Yeah. And, and we will come back to this. OK, now our next one takes a few days. We are going to go all the way to the 8th. Uh, and here we are. And here we have Mercury squaring a very almost completely stopped. Well, it is. Um, Jupiter. Jupiter's just hanging in the sky. Where is he? Here he is down here. Um, and he's hanging in the sky because he's about to station. Yep. Yeah. So anybody that's, that's aspecting him during, you know, whether that be the moon or, you know, these faster moving planets, um, the, if the impact is going to be probably a little more than what, if everybody was moving at their normal speed would be. Well, yeah, yeah Jupiter is, you know, likes to expand things. And when it's stationary, it's pretty strong. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's heating things up, even though Mars has hit um, Earth now. Um, but it, it will still try to fan the flames. And with that square to Mercury, how something hits you personally might be the issue. Right. Like somebody is like really upset and angry and, you know, and normally one would be able to possibly have compassion or understanding or be able to listen. But with that mercury and cancer, 
that might be very hard to do. Yeah, you're, you're very sensitive with Mercury. And, exactly. Yeah, and Jupiter is, uh, you say, expanding things. So that's going to expand also the emotional impact of. Yeah, yeah. So if on that day, which is a Friday, um, if you know you're walking into a room with somebody who's really pissy, you might just want to do a quick reversal and go, I think I'll visit this person another day. <laughs> Uh, also maybe you know looking for truth there with yes oh yeah if that's your intention just know that the the fire could land yeah well yeah and, and don't expect them to hold anything back yes 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 they're going to be direct to the point very much so yes which cancer doesn't do cancer no. sidles up to stuff it doesn't exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It I have a husband do, that's it doesn't do in your face, right? Yeah, no, no. Jupiter at the best of times can give you the you know foot in mouth thing. So. Exactly, exactly. So this has a flaming sword to go with it. Yeah. 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 But also, you know, Mars is in Taurus, but it's uh, going to be heading towards its conjunction with Uranus. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. So this month is like the slow and steady buildup of the Mars conjuncturanus. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if we can actually notice that build, right? Mm -hmm. if, if there's a feeling tone to it. And if Uranus, which has been in lots of astrologers opinion, been the sort of the harbinger of the wake up call to paying attention to taking care of the planet, um, then Mars's slow motion move towards that Uranus could just be, you know, fortunately slowly amping up the requirement that we need to actually pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. And turning up the volume slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our next aspect is in two days time and that's on Sunday. And this is the sun is now sextiling that Uranus. And so um, we might experience some sort of major uh, environmental, one can only hope, um, scenario that says, look, we can't be ignoring this, you know. Uranus sextiling, the sun sextiling Uranus. Yeah. Yes, can be little surprises here and there. Yeah, I vote big surprises. We need that wake up call. <laughs> well, and with the nodes involved, you know, that brings a whole other. That's true. That might help the sort of the excitement of it. Although, as, as she says this, she's also recognizing that, that Uranus North Node are opposite her sun. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, the guy has finished the roof by then and we're out, you know, just casually on the boat and it'll be wakey, wakey time. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, so um, just as a, an aside to what I just said, uh, these aspects, um, they can be moving through you personally. So for instance, if you were born on or around the 10th, then this aspect is happening to you personally. Um, yeah, so just to keep that in mind. Yeah, and if you have planets at those degrees. Yeah, and especially in that particular, um, uh, 
you know, um, cross, uh, fixed, cardinal, or mutable, then, uh, yeah. Okay, so the That's next the other thing, when, when Mercury goes into Cancer, it does go over that sort of world axis point. Yes, and actually with the solar, well, you'll see that when I pull up the solar revolution for, um, it's either Canada or the US, um, one of them has the yeah. world axis at, you know, right to the degree. Yeah, I did, I did notice that. Yes. Yeah, and I'm just like, ooh, that's a little intense. Yep. Okay, our next one is July the 12th, and this is Venus trine Saturn. Even though Saturn is retrograde, this would be the kind of aspect that I would look for if there is a partnership that wants to sign on the dotted line or a marriage or any of those kinds of contracts where um, you want some cement, because I see Saturn as... Um, saying yes to a specific type of uh, reality, even though it is retrograde, which means, you know, you would throw in the proviso that there will be some adjustments because it is retrograde, but it will come um, back. The, the other thing with it being retrograde is that when a planet's, I mean, we, we call it a mutual application, right? Mm -hmm. They are kind of rushing towards each other, right? Yeah. yeah. As they move towards the aspect, because one's backing up to meet. Yeah to meet that aspect. Exactly. Yeah. But it's uh, Venus Saturn together is, um, I mean, some people don't, won't necessarily see it as a good thing, but I do, I see it as a commitment. Well, and, and also you've got it, uh, Venus moving towards the square with Neptune. So that's a whole other thing. Yes. So, Thank you know, you. under the illusion that you will live happily ever after, oh, you know, no. you, you got to go with the illusion at least for a couple of days, Jill. Well, no? it, it can complicate things. Oh, all right. Okay. Neptune You're right. Loves, You're right. Neptune loves to obscure and complicate. And you don't like Neptune, do you? No, I... I... <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Okay, but I, I feel like you guys are like I'm, two different people on either side of my shoulder. I have Venus in Gemini, and my Saturn is in Aquarius. I'm in my return right now, so I'm just right? like it's gonna be fine. <laughs> well, but just you know, just, just be aware. Be aware. No, you won't. You've got in the in Mm, well, okay. I, I would I would take it from both sides and then keep the pieces you like. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So our next one is uh, does include what Jill was just talking about because it's the very next day. So this is Venus, you know, catching up to do that square. But at the same time, we now have Mercury sextiling. Uranus, right? Because mm -hmm. he's zipping right along. Um, and so Mercury Uranus can be, you know, the shocking event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shocking news. And yeah. Re news. Re exactly. Revelations. Revelations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then of course, Venus, that could be denial of something that is really obvious, but what do we also have, of course, is the full moon. So I am going to let me know if, oh no, I'm just going to stop the share and go to our, my website and pull up the full moon. Okay, so let's go back to Zoom and 
There we go. And okay, so this is that full moon, which um, is trying to pull in Pluto. I know it's a lot of degrees. That's six degrees. I'm not sure. Yeah, but the moon, but the moon moves quickly. It um, does. So by yeah. the end of that day, it will have definitely brought Pluto in. Yeah. And the sun is in the moon sign. Um, yeah. The other thing too is, you know, it is an exact half chart, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. Which is on a um, bookends on it, so yeah, that's interesting. That is very interesting, um, and um, you know, the comment that I've made in my my Zoom groups and stuff. I'm surprised that the Hellenistics don't necessarily take note of what happens when someone is born without an opposition mm -hmm. um, and just the lack of perspective that ensues. Yeah. yeah. And so this, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very contained. Yes. Very contained. Okay. Did it's I have contained between the conscious aspect and the subconscious? Aspect. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where was that? There it is there. Yeah, so, um, you know, obviously what was set in motion, um, you know, half a month ago is now coming to fruition. You get to see whether you like it or not. Um, yeah, I'm not actually in this moment remembering the new moon that goes with this, but nothing really terribly notable about this other than we still got Saturn Venus in a trine. And uh, Venus is still aspecting Neptune. So there's a couple of days of that. Yeah, the new moon is on the 28th of this month. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about the new moon that preceded this one. That's what I'm talking about. Was on the 28th of June? June. Yes. Oh, and it's on the 28th of July. Ah, okay. Cool. Hmm. Yes. All righty. This oh. is the full moon. Yeah. Yeah. This is a full moon. Next yeah. one's a new moon. Yes. Yes. I was. Never mind. We'll 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 move along. <laughs> Different twenty eighth. <laughs> Different twenty eighth. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Let's go back to our our uh, daily thing here. Oh, and now I've lost the day. Oh. Oh no, I don't. Okay, I can just jump from the full moon. I can do that. I can animate it from here. Yay. Okay, so our next aspect is Mercury conjunct the sun, which is only really notable for the fact that it starts a new cycle, right? It's uh, Mercury goes from being uh, uh, a morning star to an evening star. No, goes from being an evening star to a, no, goes from being a morning star to an evening star. And, yes. they are, and they are opposing um, Pluto there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it starts a new a new series. Uh, okay, so the 17th, we have Venus ingressing into Cancer. Mm -hmm. And I, I noted for myself anyway to, this is the pause to refresh, refresh uh, family and self while Venus is, is making her moves through cancer. Um, you know, it can be, you can make it as a, as much an inward time as you like. Um, yeah, 
And in terms of familial relationships, Venus, uh, yeah, it can be a time to renew and refresh and nurture and do all that kind of good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now on this same day, Mercury trines Neptune. So, you know, a good day for meditation, which is Sunday or doing your favorite religious whatever. Yeah. Okay. But then we have the very next day, which is Monday. Yes. Okay. So speaking to power and, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, yeah um there'll be a few days there that yeah yeah they can be quite intense and communications can be well yeah. you might have very deep conversations exactly and truths may be revealed that have long been buried yes and that would be yeah very good thing especially with the sun shining its light on it yes yes that's yeah. a good thing because yeah. pluto likes to hide in the shadows that is true. That is so I'm true. Just gonna say, well, let's hold the, sh the flashlight right here. here. Yeah. And, and ask some questions. <laughs> exactly. And we, you know, with the, the you know, Mercury is moving so fast, but then as soon as Mercury changes to Leo, then the sun continues that same trajectory being yeah, right yeah. opposite. Absolutely. Um, and again, so people who have late degrees of cardinal signs, um, Jill and I are going to try to duck on what is this Tuesday. <laughs> There'll be the, yeah, because uh, this will be squaring our ascendant descendant. You're hitting my Mercury. And hitting your Mercury. Yes. Uh, fun times, fun times. Okay. So next, of course, we have the time to do research. Yes, yes, very good point. Dig into things. Yep. Okay, then with the sun's ingress into Leo. Now, normally, you know, astrologers would be going, oh, yes, get out there, play, have fun. Except Saturn is staring balefully across the uh, zodiac at the sun and going, um, I don't know. I, th I think we should be way more restrained and... You know, so we'll see just how much of a dampening force Saturn has. But I've heard well, some some yeah. astrologers say that it will be quite dampening. But and yeah. well, yeah. but you do have Mars getting fairly close to that Uranus, and Uranus is not yeah. the North Node. So yeah. Yeah, Isn't so twenty three degrees. The Saturn's at twenty three degrees. Well, and the see, and at zero. Yeah. So. In the Hellenistic model, not, not so much in the modern at all, but in the Hellenistic, um, the whole sign looks across at the whole sign, right? Yeah. And so... Well, but the other thing is that Uranus is moving towards that square. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it's getting, you know, close. I mean, five degrees is not that wide. Yeah. So that close, it's sort of pulling Mars into it because Mars is... I'm not moving slow and it's heading for yeah and so the sun is shining on that particular phenomenon yeah. yeah okay yeah so it will dampen down the normal playful exuberance of the sun and leo yeah which is too bad so sad well mercury is moving towards the square with mars there too yeah 
Um, and before it does that, we have on the 23rd and the 24th, let me just move this ahead. Um, we have, um, so Mercury has just left it, but we have this wonderful tie in to Jupiter who is grinding. He's like barely moving at all. Yeah. Uh, and so both Mercury and Venus, um, you know, pull that, ring that bell, which of course is in the fiery sign of let's make things over the top and big and bright and flaming and and, and he's slowing down. It's like a big tanker slowing down to turn, right? Exactly. Yes. Good, um, good analogy. Yeah. You know, it takes a while for it to get stopped and to turn around. It's just going to grind away on that eight degrees. <laughs> exactly. So if you have planets at eight degrees in the cardinal signs, um, you know, one's enthusiasm might be just like there. But yeah, whether it's where it needs to be well it kind um, of triggers my uh, grand cross but other than that <laughs> fortunately i'm quiet it's two degrees past my mars so i'm going to assume that it's quiet how about you jenna do you have anything in the early degrees of cardinal signs mm, oh yeah i do in 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 my mars and cancer oh Oh, so at Venus is okay. So, oh, you have Mars and Cancer at eight. There's degrees. all this Venus stuff happening. Um, yes. uh, Venus and Mars stuff happening, and it's like exciting, but it's mostly never. Okay, oh. let's be honest. Okay, so so <laughs> if it should come together, you you know that this would be pregnancy or us. We've had this conversation before. It okay. Like a, very, okay. And so she goes, well, first I'd have to have sex, dear. <laughs> That's basically what it's, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, heard and understood. <laughs> okay. So July the 26th, um, now we have Mercury square Mars. So we may be starting to get a sense of, again, Mar Mercury is like moving. All right. 25th yeah, there we go. Um, you know, we might start having the vocalization of just what this Mars Uranus is going to be about, like the talk may be happening by this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you know. particularly as Mercury moves closer to the square with Uranus. Yeah. And this is fighting words, basically, is... And then when Mercury, <laughs> no, well, um, you are closer to the American border than you might like, but um, I don't know. Do they have Hollywood productions further north? Yeah, last movie I was on, we were on Zero Avenue. Oh, okay, okay. That's, yeah, yeah like you don't... we were constantly, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't have cell reception, so. So you're yeah. going to want a production that's in like, white horse or something yeah <laughs> just just keep just kidding just well my looking around that's mercury is opposing my son there because it's a 12 so now they're, they're kind of yeah tweaking. yeah yes you will notice this time frame and i of course will try to be like totally taurian in my garden ignoring the world <laughs> Uh, where I might get a, you know, a huge manifestation of what would be a Mars Uranus pest. Mm. I don't know. I well, shouldn't even think well, about that. 
wasp. So I have beehives, so <laughs> make it a wasp's nest, not so. Uh, yeah, that would, that would fit. That would. Fit. They're, a little, they're a little more erratic. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, I'm going to stop this share and pull up the new moon. Uh, this is what you know. I mean, what's funny about this is you know, astrologers. When we do look at this stuff, we do tend to look at it from a personal point of view. And oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder. Yeah, what, you know, well, exactly. Okay. So we have a new moon, and this one's quite exciting, just because Jupiter is stationing. It is within three degrees of this new moon, so it's trining this new moon. Yeah. Um, we do have uh, Mars within three degrees of Uranus. We have uh, Mercury squaring. Oh, did I? Oh, I you did. lost your screen. I shit. I did too, didn't I? Damn. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Oh, screen share. Screen share. Yes. Um. 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 Oh dear. Here. we've we've glitched i've glitched you haven't glitched i've glitched i apologize i am so sorry going to the web page eh? yeah yeah except that won't work anymore so i will go to it on here ah there's the new one okay yeah i totally mucked up sorry sorry those on the radio are going really <laughs> Anyway, I apologize. Okay, so here we have it. Um, and it's quite the chart. It's like kind of amazing. This one too is here on the West Coast uh, in Pacific Standard Time. It is on those angles, the world yep. angles. Oh dear, I don't like that. We well, haven't had our big earthquake yet. Crap. Does that mean we will? No, it doesn't. But this would be the kind of chart where you would go, well, yeah, we should be able to see that. Anyway, it could be an environmental something, though. It's like a fire or something, which even though we've had such a wet spring. Could be any number of things. It could be. But it will be a thing. So people who initiate things that require enthusiasm, that are, you know, creative self-expression, um, that require courage. What else? What else could we say about what you would want to use this new moon for? Well, um, maybe just uh, your wish list and looking at what, what, how you can bring more fun into your life. Yeah. Yeah. More play. More play. More joy. More joy. With a, a bit of a... Music. A festivals yeah. art festivals oh yes yes yeah, there's a lot of that sort of thing goes on in the summer so yep that would be appropriate um and children you know being around mm -hmm. children, that you know they know how to have fun they do they do and and we'll all just go la 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 to the marsh runs <laughs> well it is finding jupiter in aries which is stationing uh mars uranus is no no the, the sun the sun moon the yes moon, yes so you so you think that that will sort of slide past and totally ignore the mars uranus probably no but you know mars uranus is gonna it's still moving into yes real okay i'll go with that i like that 
you know, and it and it also, as it gets closer, is closer to the square with Saturn, which is true. You know, calming things down, trying to. That's true. That is true. So yeah, but you know, you might have uh, a tendency to uh, mouth off a bit with Mercury squaring that. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. So lead the loud, mouthy guy at home. Even if you're doing it in fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, you might yep. think you're just doing it in fun. Yep. But mm. that might not be how it's received. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I like that. Yeah. Go out, have fun with children, leave the loud mouthy one at home. Good idea. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> this is fun. I like doing this. And Venus, and Venus is squaring the midpoint of uh, Jupiter Chiron there too, which is interesting. Oh, hmm. Yeah, it would be. So wow. that, can, that can bring healing, which is kind yeah, of... the fun. Yeah, well, yeah, and and in terms of the whole social fabric, which has been rend a sudden, it's well, been... it could be healing of family stuff. Yeah, because yep. well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Good catch. And with the with the grand square and it trying to find it leg right like you look to the opposite mm -hmm. find the look of the grand square and it being the south node yeah could this be about like and then with you know mars and uranus like conjuncting the north node being like there's too much fire going forward oh we need to like look back at the past a little bit well, in order to like yeah, gain clarity to move forward yeah, South Node is letting go. Too much fire. Letting go of old. Yeah. Um, it's the contraction it, side. Yeah. Scorpio, it could be old, old uh, resentments and stuff you've been carrying for a long time that's really deep. And, yeah. Know. We won't. We won't talk about the the release of long held tensions that are earthquakes. No, we won't say that. Sorry, I just, had to. I just had to put that in. There. It's like apocalyptic imagery that you're shooting out. Yeah, really. I, <laughs> I have four planets in Scorpio. Come on. Well, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm, not, is in. I'm, not, I'm not focusing on that part. I've got other, I, good. That's other good. things I want. Could it be people. that? Yeah, I can't. I have a nice summer. Thank you. But okay. like the South Node in Scorpio, and then we were talking, I don't know, maybe if this connects, but like the Pluto, and we're talking about the Pluto return to the US, does that mm -hmm. have any connection? Would you say like, saying like, oh, this is like significant, some significant Plutonic energy that the US needs to like oh, yeah. reflect on? Oh, yeah. Or move forward into Mars Uranus conjunction. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, they yeah. have of a whole lot of stuff because that's that's um yeah yeah in order to move forward they need a rebirth so and there's a lot of stuff has to get purged and they're Pluto yeah. in this in the second house and that Taurus Scorpio energy is all about you know finances and money and money 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 mm -hmm. and corporate right profits and <laughs> stuff so we close out the month. We got, we're, we'll go straight to the U.S. charts because we're starting to run out of time. Okay, so July the 30th, Mercury opposite Saturn. 
debating energy, um, you know, that can produce something fruitful. Um, that is the 30th. And then we have the actual conjunction of Uranus to the North Node. Well, the Sun trines um, a direct Jupiter, but it's, or no, it's a retrograde Jupiter now, um, but it's still not moving. Okay, and that's how we end the month with, you know, and now, of course, uh, Mars is, you know, in the first couple of days of August, it will be actually conjunct. Yep. Yeah. So yep. we'll be noticing it for that weekend, the, yeah, the long weekend at the end of July, start of Well, August. you've got Mercury sort of completing the, the T-square with yeah. opposing Saturn and squaring all that. Exactly. Mars. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's August is, well, the, this, you know, the transition from July to August, this last week or so, if, you know, if you can be off in some quiet remote, soaking up the Leo fun and relaxing <laughs> okay. with, with your survival kit. No, no, just teasing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just okay. <laughs> so I'm going to stop the share while I attempt to retrieve um, the the gong show that I set up, which was yeah. Okay, so we are going to shift gears now that we've given you uh, the month of July, and we are going to look at the American birthday. Canada's comes first. Okay, we'll look at Canada. Well, we only got 16 minutes, so we, we can't be dawdling about it, is oh. all I'm saying. Okay, so here is, well, this is the day before, because in the solar revolution, it was the day before, but this is close enough. So let me share this instead of... Yes, and that's myself. something about solar returns, is that it's not always exactly on your birthday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the day after as well. No. Yeah. yeah so there we have it okay so what have we got well of course pluto is up there in the 10th um but it's it's just coming off of a new moon well and the moon is actually opposing pluto too so yeah yeah um yeah what what caught my eye was that you've got neptune conjunct chiron Oh, yes. And Chiron conjunct Neptune and the Ascendant. So right. Chiron is very active here. Yes. That's, yeah. you know, that's significant, usually, I think. And so, you know, again, with the Neptune thing, it's like, let's heal some of this stuff that's been. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, obviously, on one level, this would be the reconciliation process that's been ongoing over the last couple of years and really came to a head last year um, with the discovery of the, ch the, the children's graves. So that bodes well. Um, but the other yeah. really significant thing is the Uranus conjunct North Node. Uranus is opposite the Canadian Saturn yeah, and conjunct or Pluto because we have that opposition natally. Yes, we do. So, so that's again. And our, and our track record with handling um, 
resource uh, and the power of resources is not good. But particularly with Saturn backing up to engage that. Yeah. Right? And so that axis that we've been dealing with, the Saturn-Uranus Saturn square will be firing. When Saturn gets to that point, it's yeah. going to on that degree, basically. Yeah. So this is, yeah, uh, warm-up. Yeah, exactly. The final dance, which will happen this fall. Um, yeah. And so, you know, how we view um, our resources, how we share or not share, this is the eighth house, of course, is banks and mortgages and loans from other countries. And yeah. And, you know, I mean, one of the things that's interesting, too, um, is that you're on a sun, our whole real estate market um probably does uh, dance to Uranus's tune to some degree and uh you know it may just do a bit of a meltdown here now that interest well, rates have gone up yeah and with Neptune it's uh Neptune is you know working its way to, towards the square with our natal moon our Canadian moon yes the 28 yeah and in this chart Mercury is going to hit their pretty soon yeah so that's the people yeah exactly yeah and the people are worried about you know the homeland thing which is you know do we have a place to live right so well, there's a the moon in the fourth and jupiter in in in, in actually canada's 12th house is squaring mm -hmm. our sun uranus there exactly yeah coming up to that station and our mid or just past it yeah yeah our, our mid heaven i see axis yeah yeah so yeah 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 pretty uh, interesting times mm -hmm. as they say yeah i would definitely look at that um jupiter square that axis as you know the the sudden rise and fall of the whole real estate bubble thing which they've I mean, they've been pointing at it, but yeah. I'll go out on a limb and make that prediction. I will, I will. Okay, so. What do you think about that? Sorry, I know we're okay. ready. I'm just really yep. curious that the Port of Fortune conjunct the Mars and Aries. Yes, I saw that too. Um, in a world chart, I'm not sure what the Port of Fortune yeah. um, links to. Um, it, I mean, in theory, the Port of Fortune is a good thing um yeah yeah so yeah i guess i thought of protesting i thought of like unabashedly oh yes protesting very aggressive opinions being expressed well i think well, this mercury conjunct the uh, the canada's moon it's going to be yeah people speaking mm. yeah yeah, we'll have to see if that uh, comes into play. So this is for a full year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Venus is squaring our Mars-Jupiter opposition as well. Right. It is right on the square. Activating that. Oh, so yeah. Opposition being activated. It will be a significant year. Yes. Really well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. For Canada's identity. Uh, well, for the people, because the moon is in the third house. So, yeah. well, even um, oh, the moon, right? The moon represents civilians. The people, 
Yeah. And 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 the the solar return moon is opposite Pluto. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and Uranus, you know, activating okay. that Saturn Pluto square opposition is so we've yeah. got our we've got our own Plutonian. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. We just yeah. want to Pluto return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in Taurus, so Jill and I definitely won't be here. And if your health is really good, you might be. Yeah, you might yeah. get to stick around for that one. Okay, so this is the two of them separated. Um, and so in a solar revolution chart, um, you know, having the ruler of the ascendant up here in the 10th, then yes, that whole speaking up is definitely, um, it kind of shows it a little more definitively here. Well, um, it's, but it's, yeah, it is what it is. It will be. Yeah. yeah. And, but this is a good one. Um, in Hellenistics, the 11th house is favorable. Uh, in terms, or it's considered fortunate. And so the outcome of the year could be in favor of the people mm -hmm. um, and the government actually following the lead of the people. Yeah. Well, because Mars is going to trigger some mm -hmm. major revelations, changes. And yep. Yep, exactly. And that is that Mars is in the eighth house of hidden things. Yep. Hmm. Yes. Okay. We are down to eight minutes. We do have time to have a look. So which do we want? We want to look at this one, I guess. Actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so, worth looking at. Look where the moon is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's right on Neptune. Yeah, within minutes. Yes. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> and, and not only that, you got Neptune. Transiting or the solar return Neptune opposite. Yeah. Well, and oh. the Saturn retrograde Saturn on the moon. Oh, yeah. 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 No, this is quite a year for them. And like I say, the repeat from January the 6th is just too weird. Mm. Um, you know, because one of the sort of iconic pictures from the January 6th is that guy dressed up with bullhorns, mm. right? You know, it's just like he couldn't get more graphic than Mars moving into Taurus. Anyway, yeah. And yeah. interesting that the MC is down at the... Yeah, a reversal, a, re yeah. a flip of the chart. Yeah. Yeah. And so it will be about what's happening at home and not, you know, its position out there in the world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Chiron's busy because it's, it's, it's coming to its return. And it's uh, kind of on the opposition to that Saturn up there in the 11th. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Jupiter's squaring the Cancer stellium that they have made away from. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Mercury's on the zero. I know. It's on the world axis. World axis point. Yeah. Yeah. Which squares their, their MCIC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a hugely significant year. Yeah. Uh, and Pluto is, is about as close as it can get to the return. It's just backing yeah. up to the exact moment. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, calling attention to the fact that it is 
the return. Yeah. And Jupiter is on the trine to their, their north node, which is kind of good. Mm -hmm. It's not just going to make the bad things bigger. <laughs> well, no. Well, it, it's ideology up there, north node, right? It's yeah, like, what, okay. what yeah. belief system? Are we going to go red? Or are we going to go blue? Or Jupiter, what are we going to do? Truth, you know, Jupiter's, and in, in Aries, it's warrior for truth. Yeah. But again, we're back to digging in and digging up the old skeletons that are buried. And, and yeah. uh, it's that Plutonian stuff, you know, let's. Yeah. How are yeah. we handling our resources? It's very interesting that, you know, side by side, we both charts, both Canada and the U.S. have Pluto in the second house. And yeah. Venus is perched on the midpoint of uh, Uranus and Mars, I think. Yeah, probably pretty darn close. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's interesting, too. She's a very different energy from... Mm -hmm on their natal descendant. Yeah. They're not known for Ven Venusian stuff. <laughs> no, they're not. No, we would rather be the police. Yes. Yeah. But as ruler of Taurus, with so much going on in Taurus, she is. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it, you know, she is the ruler of their MC. So. Yep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting uh, stuff going on. And Uranus <laughs> is inching its way to Gemini, which, and so they'll get another uh, Uranus return. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, first we're going to have that, that Uranus Saturn square the day of their, uh, well, uh, it'll be happening in October, November when they're having their. Yeah. Midterm elections, yeah, yeah, that's when the last eclipse of the year is the day of, yes. So, yeah. again, that's sort of like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the eclipses don't do much, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mercury, as it enters Cancer, is just approaching that Venus, Jupiter, yeah, Sun. So there'll be a, you know, there'll be part of the year that's coming up. I'm just going to split this out into two charts sure. um, in which, you know, they will be onto themselves uh, oh. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And their own money and the money they have at home rather than abroad. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, and it's time for them to tend to their own house, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Moon in the fourth. You know, definitely. They've, they've never, you know, they've been always focused on the out there with that Mars and Uranus in that hugging their seventh house classmate. Yeah. And yeah. and they're um, you know, it's like they're always directed out there. And and in typical, I like I've said before, Cancerian fashion, it's always like, oh, there's security, security, I'm not safe, I'm not safe. You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, come on. So you're going out and, and attacking everybody left, right, and center. <laughs> you're the one that's not safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so this this is interesting, 12th house, because in uh, you know, in the Hellenistic model, this is self-undoing. Yeah. You know, with that uh Mars oh, conjunct Uranus. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do, I think uh, you know, it's kind of, it's And this is this is a death, Pluto in the eighth house. Oh yeah, well. 
yeah, Pluto return. I mean, it's Pluto, Pluto, Pluto. I think they're, um, yeah, I mean, Pluto is about death and regeneration anyway. So they do yeah. have to tear it all down and start from scratch and do it better. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, yeah. it ain't working for anybody. And the people are saying, definitely not working for us. Yeah. yeah. And with the moon on Neptune, uh, yeah. You know, transiting for this solar return sitting right on the neptune up there i know it's it's anyone's guess as to what way it will it will go yeah people are going to speak up that's for sure yeah that is true okay so speaking of speaking up (laughs) (laughs) uh we're just gonna i got one minute and oh it didn't come up well isn't that interesting i was sure i put it in there what were you looking for? I thought I had put up the um, the EU chart, but I guess I didn't. Oh, there you go. I won't speak to it. Um, yeah, I guess I won't. <laughs> Well, I think there's enough to digest with all there. Yes, yes. So, yeah, um, stuff to digest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we do all hope that everyone has a marvelous July. Yes, yes. You can always cross your fingers and hope and <laughs> just avoid really loud Jupiter inspired people that Maybe would wear your crash helmet for a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on our show scaring me. <laughs> on our show next week. <laughs> on our show next week, we're gonna talk about solar revolutions. And in the meantime, thank you, Jenna. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. And you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Cassette Regions Community Radio Station. We'll say goodbye. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.